Guys and girls, how's it going? Welcome back to another episode of the SoCal Watch Reviews Podcast. My name is Miguel. If you are new here, welcome. If you've been listening to the uh, to the show, like Jason and so many other uh, supporters of the channel, welcome back. Thank you so much for your support. It really does mean a lot, you know, and that's why we we continue to do shout outs and we continue to be a part of the community. Look, we're not here to... Uh, to be the educators we're just here to share our experiences bring some cool people uh on the show and just kind of share the platform but with that said my co-host uh it's been my co-host for since like the third episode mr p ross how's it going yo what's up man you know what I'm, saying? I'm just chilling with my nice hawaiian shirt you know the, the material <laughs> crisp the material feels good on my body <laughs> wow don't hey do me a favor don't uh, ever get rid of that shirt don't ever get rid of that you know shirt. That was, i hey, know right can, I know. can i chime in i don't think i've ever seen someone enjoy a shirt so much yo, I'm, I'm, yo I'm telling you man my and, nipples are hard <laughs> and, and you know what p your arms look good in that shirt you feel in yo, that shirt really that, nice your guns look that, big yeah that's what i'm saying steve said i ain't had no guns look at them guns right oh, you're about to rip oh, through that, that shirt you look guys gotta watch the video. Tricep right there. Look at that. You like Schwarzenegger in, in Twins. He's just gonna about. rip through that. What what, what little Steve Town about? You know. What I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> oh. little Steve. Oh, he's Ross. What are you talking about? Oh, it feels so good. You know the material. Y'all should feel this material. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> that looks silky smooth. Silky but smooth. Hey, AP, for everybody listening, I'm sure they they heard some other voices. They're probably wondering what is oh. going on and who we have on the show. So we got we got the boys. We got the shade room back together. The boys right. in the room. Boys, the boys in the Tutor, room. Bro. So, <laughs> P. Ross, do your thing, man. First of all, I want to give a shout out to little Steve. I ain't giving his shirt up, man. Never. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, you shouldn't be talking about my arms. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that shit. So we're talking so, to your wife. <laughs> yeah, hey, the, bringing my wife up in boss. videos. Hey, the creep. Hey, the creeper. Be be. He's a creep, bro. Yeah, yeah so, grim so. creeper. But it, it. But Steve, it does feel good on my my body. As you can see, my chest hairs are curling. Up. You know so Steve, when about. when when you wear this shirt, just 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 get this. Yeah, bitch don't even wash him. it. Just don't, don't wash it. Just don't wash yeah. it. Yeah, I am not gonna wash it. <laughs> Hey, I'm not going to wash it, and I am not going to send it. Maybe, how how about we do this? Do the introduction, and then let's go into the backstory, because I'm sure people are probably wondering what you're talking about and what's so funny and why we're laughing, and I want them to to, to kind of know. But yeah, do the intro, these guys. Okay, okay, okay. Yo, first of all, these guys need no introduction. They are SoCal alumni. Absolutely. We got the homie, Dave Schwartz and Omar. Yeah. In the Let's building, go in the building. Yo, what's up, fellas? What's up, back baby? in the building? Again. Sorry, I, I think P Ross is a little distracted with his yellow shirt. Yeah, he's <laughs> so really do, into that. Thing. Why don't we give give us a brief P Ross? Well, what, what's up with the shirt and why, why are you throwing shirt? shade at Steve? What's going on? What's okay. this all about? Okay, I, I did a video, uh, with the cicadas. Uh, no. no, blowing up my no, oh, no, okay. the, the cicadas. No, no, okay. not the cicadas. No, that okay. was one of my favorites. Seiko, Seiko, Seiko. Okay, so go on. Blowing up my G Shock, and I had this shirt on. It was Fourth of July. Okay, okay. And I don't know what video I said it in, but I mentioned that 
No, I didn't say it in a video. I said it in the comments of the video. Mm, okay. And I had told uh, Steve from the Watch Corner. Shout out to the Watch Corner. Brand new YouTube channel. Go, there you go. Right. Right. Make sure you give him a follow. For sure. And he said he liked the shirt. I said the shirt shirt was trash. <laughs> That's what I told him okay. in the comments. Yeah. But okay. it, it's nothing that I haven't told my wife though. My right. wife it was a, it was a gift from your wife. She made me wear the shirt. I didn't uh, want to wear it. I was very reluctant on wearing it. I understand the Hawaiian shirts are in right now, but it, it just ain't my style. Hey, it makes your eyes mm. pop. It makes your eyes yeah. pop. Got it. Hold on. See, I have a <laughs> so, feeling. So, I have a feeling. Anytime you give uh, like a compliment to something, a piece, he's just immediately it's trash. Don't you don't want it? It's trash. You don't want it. Like <laughs> deep down though, there's some love. There's yeah, like, he, yeah, no. he like it. Yeah, he <laughs> like it. <laughs> but since Steve did his video, I realized that. Ooh, <laughs> starting to it's grow st- on you. It's silky yeah, smooth, huh? I can't give oh, mine up. I can't yeah. give mine up, Steve. I actually like my shirt. All right, I actually damn. I feel out. I feel left out, dude. I'm about yeah. to go pop. Hey, go no, get a Hawaiian shirt. Out and go, hey, go grab there. one. It's Hawaiian. <laughs> <laughs> Blue out, baby. Yeah. Hang on, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's really the backstory behind that, and. Okay. I guess his alter ego, the Grim Creeper, came out. Mm-hmm. The, the The video was actually pretty entertaining. It was pretty entertaining. But, but so what, what did he say? He t- he took shots at your wife, saying that uh, to M- Mrs. P. Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that your husband has a shirt that is complete trash, <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't want it. And my friend Steve said that you won't let him have it. <laughs> and I am here for my man Steve. <laughs> like, man. Oh, man, you asshole. He really you wants asshole. that shirt, bro. <laughs> so what happened? The What's the outcome? Are you going to give him the shirt? Because he, he sent me a message saying that you gave him the shirt. So I'm a little confused. I'm, 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 I'm going to be two-faced with Steve. I'm not giving it to him. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> you gotta send him a box oh, of rocks. Oh, <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah, Look, hey. I'm t- I'm trying to tell y'all, man, how this shirt feels. It feels great. You know, it feels like a tailored fucking oh, I'm sorry, we don't curse on the so okay. I watch the podcast no more. My bad. How does it feel? Bleep that out. It feels <laughs> like a tailored shirt. Like it's tailored just for this body. Hey. You know what I mean? Well, hey, sexy, bro. You look I will sexy. say this. All right. I feel like a picnic napkin tablecloth. <laughs> and so that's kind of, that's what my wife calls this one. It's like a linen gingham, but she calls it a picnic tablecloth. I so think Omar go. has I'm to go change his shirt. Hey, you're a napkin. I, 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 feel like, I feel like my, I feel like my V-neck needs to be maybe a little lower, start showing some chest. Like you're like uh, Russell <laughs> Just Brand. a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. I think I need to wear a lower V-neck, man. What do you think? Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> it's more like a, a U-neck. <laughs> Start wearing yeah. a blouse of some sort. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, so what is everybody rocking today? Our guest. But, but no, top but, to but, bottom. Oh, but, no. oh wait, he's not let, done. Let, he's not done. Let, let me say this. I am going right. to get a shirt to Steve, but I'm going to stink it up all the damn. I'm going to go play basketball in it. You know what hey, I'm saying? Go play with the cicadas, bro. Go play with the cicadas. <laughs> right, right. You know, I'm going yeah. to bar- barbecue in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stick it up out of hell. Then I'm going to put it in a package. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put some pickles in there with some onions, the same package. And when he opens it up, he's going to be a big surprise. So. Bro, I don't, yeah. even, I don't even think Steve can fit into that shirt, dude. I, he, he can't, man. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. 
he's gonna what? be swimming in it. What? Hey, maybe maybe tell Big Steve how how tall are you, P. Ross? Because you're a pretty tall. Six feet, six feet tall. So I don't know how tall Steve is. He looks a little tall. Yeah, but... I don't know either. He's yeah. he, he he's four he's four eleven. Yeah, he's shorter than. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, he's four eleven. He's shorter than you, McGill. <laughs> yes, oh. finally, finally. <laughs> hey, Omar and I are pretty, pretty. Hey, hey, we, don't we, be we bringing me into this, all right, yeah, dude? Nah, hey, yeah, bro. Hey, I look tall in camera, all right, dude? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but anyway, what what are you guys rocking? I guess Omar, David, Omar, go for it, bro. Tudor, bro. Yeah, I am rocking my brand new blue. Uh, Black Bay 58. Beautiful. Looks great on you, man. Love it, bro. Love this thing. That's yeah. hot. That's hot. Thank blue you, on blue. Shit, yeah. I love David. Love my tutor, bro. I'm rocking the Black Bay 41. That mm. black enamel dial. Ooh, ooh. Yes. But but really, the, the star of the show Ooh. the King Leathercraft. Look at Yo. this Italian buttero leather. I gotta give a shout out to Andrew. But the coolest Damn. thing, I don't know if it's gonna show up. Oh, I'll do my yeah, review yeah, yeah. probably next week. On the inside, he got That's Schwartz so Force cool. engraved for Schwartz. me. That's awesome. That's so Stamped what's really, leather? dude? This so this is the nicest leather I have ever Told felt. You. And I and I gotta I say, like like the cool thing is it's it's veg tan, right? Like. Mm-hmm. It's going to develop that natural patina. So, like this, it's what I'm is, sorry. It'll. It's a veg vegetable tan. Oh, okay. They said it's something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Mark, get your, I was get like, your wait, bro, I was... <laughs> <laughs> It's veg tan. So, like, it'll develop a patina. Like, check this. So, it'll eventually get nice oh, and nice. dark over time. I can't wait, man. To <laughs> that looks like do a that looks like a little rabbit foot you just held up right now. This, right? <laughs> oh no, no no! This is my janitor's uh, keys. Oh, nice. that way they don't scratch up stuff in my pocket. Hey, Dave, did he put the the butterfly clasp on there, or did you? No. Okay. Okay. So my thing is this strap. As soon as I I got him, unpackaged him, I was like, "This is too nice to put on a tang buckle that's going to keep getting bent and, right. and, and put under stress. Um, it's too beautiful." So. I put it on this. This one is actually from Straps Co. It's a uh, single deployant that I used cool. for my. It's kind of like the uh, IWC style class, mm, but I, I'm yeah. gonna have to get another one because this one's brushed, and I want to get um, high polish because obviously the the tutor's all polished. So no, looks good, that's man. So I'm rocking, hey, bro. I I put uh, the the straps he sent <clears throat> on my Rolex that burgundy, and I have to agree, man. Those straps are Absolutely. amazing. Amazing. Yo, shout out. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I can't wait to do a vid, man. Yeah. It's so hard. Like, I don't know if you guys uh, notice, obviously you guys are on, on YouTube, but for everybody watching and listening, uh, sometimes things on camera look so cool and then you get them and you're like, God, this is garbage, but it looks so good in the video, right? Or the people hyped it up. But yeah, with shirt, straps, shirt look good in the video. Well, your shirt looks amazing, <laughs> P. Ross. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks great. You look like a ripe pineapple ready to be eaten. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, these these straps, like we we've hyped them up so much, right? And it's it's not that we got the straps for free because we get free things from a bunch of different companies, but his things are just like next level. Like seriously, like oh, no, they're next legit. level. Legit. Yeah. So P Ross, no. what are you rocking? I, well, and I was just gonna oh, say sorry. real quick, I, I like so no one wants he, to hear I you, Dave. Him, no one wants I to offered, hear you. <laughs> bro, I offered to pay for another strap. I was like, hey, I'll buy the neck, like, you know, and he's like, no, 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 I'll send you a couple. But honestly, I'm going to 
order multiples like and i'll gladly pay for them because the quality is like i'm sold like so it's not just like yeah like you were saying Miguel, it's not just about getting free stuff like it's just i'm blown away man anyway I sorry go ahead. actually so, I, I actually want one for this one so i'm gonna hit them up i'll probably purchase one well uh, one yeah. so i i've been talking to uh to king leather right and i i I told him i love your straps and everything but what else right what else can you do he talked about and i think when he was on with us he talked about natos because that would be really cool to have like a really well-constructed leather uh nato strap because that's not something you i mean there's companies that sell them but it's few and far between that that you could um find like that i'll be i'll be really interested to know if he could work with different materials well because it's not just about the leather i know it's about his craftsmanship and uh, craftsmanship and how much he cares about um what he does so like this undone uh, i'm i'll i'll let you guys know what i'm what i'm rocking but this undone cordura uh strap uh it's it's amazing right and and if he could Mm -hmm. do something like this i know it will blow probably this out of the water so i'll be curious to know if he could do like different materials aside from like leather and stuff like that yeah let me let me just say that episode you guys did i -hmm. wanted to start my own strap business i mean i went and got a hide of uh what is the cell cloth so oh, I, I, think yeah. I, I think I can make about, you know, uh, three or four straps out of this. Yeah. Don't quit your day <laughs> I know job. you're kidding. I know you're yeah, kidding. Bro. No, <laughs> no, but no, 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 I'm kidding. Yeah, no, but it was this a good is... episode, man. I learned so much, dude. I, I was like, damn, that I wanted him to keep going. I was like, yeah. there's not enough time. He, I mean, just all the different types of hides, the types of leather. It was a great episode, man. Yeah. Omar, when you did that, this is my impressed face. <laughs> 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 by the way serious look on dave's face so you, you got to watch this on youtube if you're listening just just go watch it but anyway p ross what are you rocking all right p let's check it what you got i am rocking uh i just got this watch in for review relio solo oh, okay. oh yeah yep. oh damn yep. what is seen that? that is that the red one relio with yeah. an r it's like yeah. an r logo cool yeah mm-hmm. who'd you Never get it from john uh Looks from good. jonathan no from from uh pete oh pete yeah pete. chilling pete. watches okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chilling with watches. <laughs> Chilling with watches. And today <laughs> I'm rocking. What is? What does he go? Today he's such I'm a cool ass dude. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, a, he's a cool a, guy. He's such a cool ass. He's dude, he's man. the same guy off camera, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, No, I yeah. I enjoy his videos, man. He he kills it. Yeah, it's so natural, right? It's just like he there's. It seems effortless for him. He's mm-hmm. just, just kind of like telling you how it is you know it's it's cool it's cool and he's a sneakerhead that's why i was like bro i know right Uh, that's why i had to pick their brain about the mitts and the whatever and all that stuff and it it was just different perspective you know i just wanted to get their opinion so that's kind of cool you know but uh today just like you omar i'm fortunate enough to have received a watch from this company that actually the inception of this company was when i started watch collecting around the same time so i remember watching tgv or somebody talking about undone and i was like what the heck undone that's an interesting name like it's not done like what but then you know (laughs) you you go to the website and you're like oh i get it that's pretty cool you get to put different things and your spin on it so i'll 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 do a review of this uh watch of course but it's oh i have no arm Uh, (laughs) it's the undone watch so what i did and this is on a seven friends and watches uh strap that was sent to me by uh the company from romania and uh, anyway, it came on this Cordura strap. So what I wanted to do was something special for my son. I know he's liking watches. He's only six years old, but favorite color is blue. So I went with a blue Cordura strap. And then on the on the dial, you probably can't see it, but it says OP. So his oh, name nice. his name is That's Oppo, cool. 
Oliver Preston. He has uh, his middle name's Preston. And on the back, I had already designed a logo for him because at one point I was thinking of starting a company of some sort, something to do watch related. And of course I'll do macros, but on the back is the logo I designed with the O, the P, and it's like a mechanical movement. The mechanical movement on this is actually the Omega uh, three to one movement, but it's blown up. So the crazy thing is that these guys on the back have a display case back with an NH35 or an H36 movement. But the funny mm-hmm. thing is since you, you put your own printing on it or whatever, it kind of takes away from the display case back. But because I have a, a movement design on it, it's almost like mimicking an, a mechanical. That's cool. Dude, funny. that's hilarious. That's awesome. Wait, wait, wait. So, so you have my initials and P Ross's initials on the back of your watch? Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, it was beginning to feel left out. That's yeah. Right. Sorry. Sorry, Dave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I'll get you back. <laughs> no, no worries. But no, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I I like it. I mean, That's it's cool, man. Omar, you have the yeah, same watch awesome. for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting the same one. So the, day, the daybreak same model, right? Yeah. The daybreak. Yeah, the ter- is it the Terra? What's, what's Terra Daybreak. Mm-hmm. Terra Daybreak. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a good cool watch, watch, man. It's a cool it's a little watch. field watch, and and I loved the uh, the customization. Obviously, yeah. um, if you saw my video, um, I, I I did mine with the picture of my boys and myself, right. and it, it's a yeah. nice yeah, little touch, awesome. man. You kind of make it your own, and and uh, I liked it. I did. And, and you know what? Yeah, right cool one of the cool things that I was thinking about is it's almost like one of those things that it happens to you guys. And I think it happens to a lot of us and it's, it's kind of part of today's topic, right? It's uh watch regrets. And, and uh, what else are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about maybe our opinion on watch collecting or watch buying or watch selling, whatever our opinions are and kind of what we've learned through this journey. But one of the things, and I'm obviously being transparent here, I've been doing YouTube for a while now and I do get some watches in for free or whatever, and I don't keep everything. You know, I'm going to be transparent. I sell some of the things, but I sell it to recoup some of the money for all the time that I put in for my equipment, for everything, because Google just doesn't pay you. So it helps me pay back for some things. But something cool about like undone watches or something that's personalized, you can't sell it. And it forces (laughs) you to keep that. And it's a a cool feeling because it's like you get that urge, right? Like I need I'm just going to get rid of it. But this is going nowhere. This is going to my son. I told him already. When do you want it? When you're a teenager? He's six. He doesn't know. I'm like, when you're a teenager, you want it? Or when you're older, like I'll give it to you. It's your watch. I'm just Mm -hmm. I'm just keeping it for you. You know what I mean? And it's I'm just going to use the shit out of it. I'm gonna yeah, get I'll give it to you. It's all gone, man. The date, date doesn't change. So, you know, hands are kind of. Eh. And then, okay. so what, Dad? And he get it and be like, "What happened to it?" Oh, I it's, just gave it some care. No, it's called patina, right? <laughs> hey, listen, Pat. My undone watch is going on sale. I'm sure everyone out there wants a picture of me and my boys. So the bidding is going to get ridiculous. Um, you're going to be like. It's been patented. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, so funny. But yeah, no, I wanted to, you know, this is uh, last minute and we wanted to do something fun. And every once in a while, you know, it's it, it's cool to do these kind of things because I think it's it's fair to say that a lot of people, P. Ross, know that our stuff, they're not scripted, but we are very... Uh, Structured. To how and structured how we do our things right we we talk to our guests we send questions ahead of time we're very respectful we hardly put people on the spot that's not what we're about right we're we're not about that but when we bring friends on the channel we just say hey let's talk about this topic i have no idea what you guys are going to talk about or what you guys are going to pick so i'm sure there's going to be overlaps but it's okay you know this is this is just like going to a red bar event or whatever and you just kind of hang out with friends and you're talking to you know? so 
I mean, when I when I saw that David Omar was gonna be on, I I don't even know what it's about. I just said, okay, let's go. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Podcast right. Omar, David. I'm in. I don't, so, I don't care. Listen, so, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a shit show. Everyone yeah. listening, you let's, already let's know what to real. expect. Hang on. Uh, so, what are your thoughts? I got nothing. I got nothing. But I'm hanging out with you guys on I, Friday I, night. I just came for the Hawaiian shirts, guys. I just came to see yeah, what you guys go. were wearing. <laughs> That's hilarious. Nice. But no, let's let's go around. Let's maybe. get into it. Let's go around the room and let's talk about um, maybe watch regrets, right? I, I, I mean, we could. All of them. I all hate the all of them. <laughs> all of them. All of them. But no, we, we could say maybe two or three each and not at the same time. Maybe let's kind of go around, say one bounce and around. then one and yeah. then one and bounce around. So that way one person doesn't talk forever. So cool. I like it. Who wants to go first? Dave, I'll Dave go. started already. Oh, okay, okay. P. Okay. Oh, no, P. 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 All right. Uh, an Invicta Speedway. Speedway. <laughs> Wait, starting with Invicta. Like the, <laughs> I like the R, the rally R or S one or whatever. S one. S one rally. Okay. Oh, Dave sure seems to know a lot about Invicta. <laughs> yeah, he does. I'm like, I, I don't no even know what they're talking you're, about. You're, you're not a well-rounded watch collector. <laughs> <laughs> don't know about Invicta. Come on, no, I know, I know. All of Invicta. us, all of us, have owned an Invicta at one time, except for Omar. No, you know, no, I, I actually believe it or not, one of my, uh, I, I've had an Invicta. My parents gifted oh. me an Invicta a long time ago. Oh, did you it burn at? it? Did you trade it? it? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't have it anymore. Yeah. What did you do with yeah, it? Yeah. What did you do with um, it? I s- traded it in or sold it for something else. Oh, yeah. you resold, you resold the Invicta. Uh, lost Is that one of your on watch it? regrets? <laughs> I pretty much. Your parents' no, gift? I, no, no. My, I, you know what? I was honest with my parents. Like I was like, I'm never gonna wear this. Uh, you know, like, let me get something else. And so they're yeah. like, that's fine. So. Yeah, they haven't. They haven't talked to you since. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, by the way, I haven't seen my parents since. <laughs> yeah, but the Invicta uh, Speedway Rally is definitely one of my watch regrets. Why, I actually though? sold it. Okay, so tell us why. Yeah, regrets buying it, selling it. I don't understand. Buying it, I bought it a while ago and I just sold it. You just so the so the regret is selling it or the regret is buying it. Regret is buying it, buying it. You know, I love selling it, of course. (laughs) So, so what was so what it was? It was regret buying it. Ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know what I was thinking. You know what I mean? It was an impulsive buy, just downright. Heat of the moment, yeah. Heat yeah. of the moment, yeah. Right. You know, right. I I'll, I got to be honest. The rally, the S one, it definitely it kind of caught my eye. Um, really? Because of the, I think it was more of the color schemes that they had, like the different okay, color combinations. Up. I have no clue what um, this looks like. Look it yeah, up. Yeah, look it up. To me, I don't think it's a bad watch. The thing that I'm glad I never picked one up is because I want to say at the time they were like a hundred and. 60 maybe or 180 somewhere around 150 somewhere around there and then i remember seeing them on the pre-owned like ebay and stuff you can get them for like 50 or 60 bucks so i'm glad i never bought one new this because thing? no no that ain't no nah, i don't know that is. look up uh it's like a s1 chronograph does it look like a richard meal no it, it, it looks like a, it look it looks like a like a sporty, um, this hideous thing, tachymeter. Hold on, can you, I can't. I, I, I can't I look know. at your phone, bro. I know you can't. This never guy. mind. I'm too. Exposed. Put it on the screen. Do do it in post post uh, edit post production. Throw it post up on production. screen. Production. Yeah. 
What if I bring down my brightness on my phone? Hold on. There you go. Is it that yeah, one? something? But it wasn't yeah, those colors. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. that. No. And it didn't have that bracelet. It was on a leather rally strap. Like, that looks, right. it looks, it's similar. Anyway. It's, it's more of a, like a, a race car watch. Right. You know what it I mean? Looked, I thought it looked cool, man. I'm not going to lie. But my taste has definitely changed over time. So I wouldn't buy one now. Um, but it, I thought it looked it's all right okay so an actual model guy yeah and I, yeah i think yeah my taste definitely changed over the years so okay cool all right omar dave all right dave <clears throat> all right man so kind of tying into what i was just talking about like some of my biggest regrets are buying watches for the sake of content and mm-hmm. paying yeah. Yeah. new retail pricing because those watches have been either the hardest to sell or because I mean, think about, or you have to take an absolute bath on that. Um, there's some that like, I'll try and sell it for 20, 30 bucks under and people won't even bother. They're like, wow, I can buy a new one on Amazon, you know, like, right. all right. All right. So You're pretty much giving just, them away for free. You, you got to take a big loss or <clears throat> wait for the right buyer. And yeah, that's probably one of the, my biggest regrets because I sat on a lot of watches for a long time because I just refused to take uh, huge hits on them. So I would just wait until someone that doesn't have Prime or doesn't have eBay or does you know wants to see it in person. Like, all right, let's meet, let's do it. So, cool, Omar. Mm. Man, <clears throat> well, I I mean you you know me, Miguel. So I don't have many regrets, man, because. Oh, 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 I, 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 you know me, man. I sell my watches if I just don't like them. Like, mm-hmm. um, but if I had to say, I mean, I regret buying this. Really, Tudor GMT, huh? But not for the regret. reasons you think. Not, not for the reasons you think. All right. I regret buying that piece because that piece opened Pandora's box, <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah. made me buy this. <laughs> Rightfully so. And, right. So yeah. I regret buying that because that gave me a taste of greatness, man. That like that gave me taste of what's on the other side of you know watch collecting at the next tier or the next level. And so it, it only gets more pricey from that point on, man. I mean, you can't really go backwards. Now, granted, I enjoy the shit out of my Seikos. I enjoy all those watches that I still have that are not, you know, expensive. Uh, but, man, buying this Tudor GMT, man, it really just, it opened Pandora's box for me, man. <laughs> yeah, so, got it. I'm ready to jump. <laughs> <laughs> no turning back. <laughs> man. Well, there's yeah, two I things. That. One of the things that I, one of my regrets that I've talked about before was my SARB, right? So I sold it to fund my Speedmaster, but quickly realized I made a mistake and I wanted it back or whatever. And luckily, I was able to get it back for pretty much the same price I sold it, but this one did have more scratches or whatever. That's one that I've talked about. But one of the biggest ones is about, a year and a half ago or something like that. I was already into watches. I already had the YouTube channels just kind of getting started. And I really wanted the Datejust, right? Like, a, uh, was it a 1601? I think, you know, flute bezel, whatever. And there was something for like 2100 or 2200. And at the time, obviously, I was just getting heavy into maybe spending more money on, on watches. And I remember my mom 
saying she's like well why don't you just get it you don't have the money and I was like well it's a lot of money this and that and I even talked to my wife and then my mom even suggested I could let you borrow money I was like no that's fine I really considered it I was like I should probably sell some pieces pick it up I know it's going to go up in value so year fast forward year and a half now I'm looking at the same watch right because I have a little bit of money and I'm kind of undecided or whatever and now they're going for over four thousand dollars and it's like Oh my God, I could have bought it. I could have sold it and basically had that money. And it just like you, you, I I knew in my heart that it was going to go up, right? Because Rolex, it was just going up and up. And now at this point, I guarantee that if you buy now, it's only going to go up more, right? I mean, Omar, you just got a Rolex not too long ago and you just got it appraised and it just went up. And that was a matter of two months, three months. I mean, Uh, for, yeah, yeah, four four, or five months. Yeah. That's crazy, so, man. It's crazy. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's one. <laughs> you guys want to go around at least say one more regret? Sure. I regret meeting all of you. <laughs> yeah, I regret YouTube. I regret it. I regret you. Why? I regret you and you and you because you guys all make me spend money. <laughs> yeah. After after you just said, I have no regrets. Wow. P. Ross, we'll kick it back to you, I guess. Uh, let me see. Let me think. He's like starting this podcast with you. What did I do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's gonna regret this war he started with uh, Steve. With Steve. Steve. Oh, Dang. <laughs> it's not it's a war. It's not a war. Guns man. blazing, boys. It's, it's not a war. Okay, you know what I'm saying because I'm Steve from the Watch Corner. Okay, <laughs> not a war. <laughs> nah. Uh, what's another regret? Uh. Probably this funky little Michael Kors watch I did a video on, and I thought it was really, really hot at the time. <laughs> and it was, and you were just getting I, into watch collecting, right? right? It was more about right, the aesthetics, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah but mm-hmm. when I go back and look at it, it's kind of like it kind of made me throw up. I almost want to take the video down off my channel. <laughs> nah, keep but, it up. But, 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 it act, but it actually got a lot of views. And yeah. I was talking like big stuff, like yo, I buy what I want, you know what I'm saying? Blah blah blah. blah. You know, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's confidence, so I, it's that confidence. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't get, oh, you got a Michael Kors watch, you got a fashion watch that I know people's gonna come for me. Damn. You know what I mean? But but they, they could look at the timeline and just say, look how I develop, right? Just like with our with our videos, right? You look right, at the very first right. videos, and they're not as great as your latest videos. Oh, my first you, video is terrible, so. You know, except for Omar, I know he put a lot of time before he even started. So he nah. bought all the equipment, <laughs> nah, my brain about right. editing, and uh, you know, I don't right, know, right, right, whatever. You by the way, those conversations, Omar, dude. Yeah. By the way, Omar edits shirtless. So I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't know if you do, because <laughs> he gets hot and sweaty. <laughs> do, hey, real talk though. Do you remember those conversations? We we would be up all like late or like we would talk yeah. hours, and I'd be like, man, I really want to get this editing. Remember that, yeah, man. Yeah. And I mean, like you're, still, you're still going through it, so I mean, it's it's, I, it's a I journey, mean, man. Well, we're gonna talk a few years from now. Like, remember when we used to? Yeah. Anyway, we're look back at these episodes. You're gonna be like, man, wow, we were young. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> all right, Omar. So I, I was going through my IG, man. I was. I was going through my IG and I have to say, man, if I'm look, I'm trying to see like my past watches and you know what? I would say I, I regret purchasing the Belova, the hack watch. 
Really? Mm. The which one? Oh. The, the hack watch I had. Oh, the, the little okay. field watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So I remember I was, at that time, I wanted a field watch. And I had a couple options and just being impatient. You know, when, when that money just burns that hole in your pocket, you're just like, man, I just want to buy something. Yep. And I remember I was at the local mall here near me and I walked into the Macy's and Ooh, obviously they nice. had, Bel- they had Belova. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing this little field watch, man, that little hack watch. And it's a, I think it's a nice looking piece. Right. But deep down inside, it wasn't what I wanted, but it was there and I could buy it. And so what did I do? Mm. I ended up buying it. Yeah. And you know, Miguel, I would tell like that thing was on the chopping block like every other week. And then he'd be right. like, wait, you're not selling it. And I'm like, no, I'm going to keep it. And then next week it was for <laughs> sale. And then, no, I'm going to keep it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it you, you, you change, you change the strap hate. on it. You're like, I changed the strap. Now I love it. Yeah. I was and trying, then well, I got dude, bored I of tra- it. You yeah, try so hard to, to keep it. Yeah. I was trying so hard to find like, some sort of connection with it. But honestly, I just hated how loud it was, man. It had that Miyota 8,000 movement, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. And that thing was just a a, a, widget, like just spin, you know, and I could feel it on my wrist every time it would just spin. And I'd be like, God damn it. I hate that feeling. And so I finally sold it, man. So I would say that's probably one watch I do regret buying. And it was out of impulse just because I was impatient. Did you feel like that about the Timex Marlin? Wow. Wait, what's well, up with the, 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 the one you have? Yeah, the one. No, man. Him. No, that one. That one. That one burned a little bit to actually sell. <laughs> oh. But but because I really love that green dial, I really okay. love that green dial. Uh, but it, it was just one of those things, man. And and look, I think if you guys are in my inner circle, and Miguel, Dave P, you guys are. You guys know the moment the idea of a watch potentially leaving my collection, if that idea enters my mind, so that watch is gone. It's gone. Yeah, it's yeah, gone. It's just... Like if I'm no if coming I, back. Yeah. If I like even second doubt, like, should this be in my collection? I'm like, okay, then it shouldn't be in my collection and I'm selling it. Right. Uh, I know. I know Miguel's always replying on my IGs like, damn, this one already. <laughs> you just yeah. bought it last you week. You just what bought it. And it's got, mm. But it's like, well, I'm not going to have it just sit in my watch box. Like I want to enjoy it. And I've told you guys, I want to condense my collection to 10 pieces. Like that is my ultimate goal just to have 10 solid pieces. And I'm almost there, gents. I've sold a shit ton of my watches. (laughs) So see, I like, I don't know if it'll stay at those 10. It might stay at 10, but I don't think it'll remain just those specific 10 you get. You know yeah. what I mean? I I think obviously you know some pieces will come and go, but I want to keep it at ten. Right. Ten. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dave. So this is something I've I'm kind of learning, or like I guess I'm experiencing, not so much learning, but I'm experiencing, and and I don't know if I would, I don't know if it's really a truly like a regret as much as it is kind of this weird. It's just this weird position I'm in, and okay. that is. Okay. Um, assigning you got it p mm-hmm. assigning got these got really weird like or these really important milestones to pieces that mm-hmm. i almost feel like now i can't get rid of them but i'm so early in my my journey and collecting that i don't know how much risk time they're going to get with competing with some of these really heavy hitting pieces that i do love and that i did buy for that you know like just yeah. the passion right so an example i'll give you a couple here is 
the Seiko Fuyugeshi. So uh, that's right. that nice snowflake mm, guile, yeah. right. you know what I mean? This was for hitting a thousand uh, subs. And it's like, I'll probably have a Grand Seiko someday. And then it's like, this piece though, is the one I got for that milestone. So like, can I really get rid of it? No. And the other thing is I had Brandon with Case and Dial swap out that hard Lex with Sapphire. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it has a really cool story it's a one-of-a-kind piece because of that like i don't think i could ever get rid of it so it's one that's like in the collection right but i haven't worn this watch in probably a couple months already you know what i mean like maybe like i might put it on when i'm at home but i don't i haven't like reached for it but like dang let me wear that today um another don't you hate that but don't you hate that like it's and that's what i mean it's this weird like position of like dang, man, I love the watch and the story it has, but I'm not wearing it. And I almost feel like I'm doing a disservice to my, my collection and my, my passion by not wearing it. The glycine combat subs a little different. This was for hitting one year on YouTube. Right. So like I, I did all these things like the five-year wedding anniversary with my wife, like the Frederick Constant. I love this. It looks like a paddock, you know, I think it's a 5212 or 5217 or whatever. But it's like, I don't do enough formal events to wear it all the time. And it's dressy to the point where I don't wear it daily either. But I'm going to get a nicer dress watch someday. And what am I going to do with this one? I can't get rid of it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know that it's a regret. It's just more of like, I have these nice pieces and I'm just not wearing them. And I feel terrible about it. I I do too. I think we all do. Yeah, yeah, well, well, and I'll share I'll share something really quick, right? And, and I think that's a man. That's a big part of this whole watch collecting uh, hobby, right? Is we get emotionally attached to these things, right? Um, right? Whether it's to commemorate something, right, or it's to you know, again, in your case, right, anniversary, one year, right, a thousand subscribers, and we get attached to these things. But I've realized, man, that. If that's if we keep that same mentality, like we're gonna end up with like seventeen thousand watches, right? Yeah, like right. we have to let go of stuff. So I'll share something with you guys, um, and I think Miguel's the only one that knows. But you guys know Father's Day, I, dude. I'm gonna sound so shitty right now, but <laughs> but 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 here's the thing, right? I talk to my family about this stuff, right? And the nice thing is that I have such a supporting family, my partner, my kids, right? Like they want me to be happy. They're like, dude. Do whatever's going to make you happy. So right. you guys know, Father's Day came around. <clears throat> they gifted me the all-blue Willard. Right. I, I wanted an all-blue watch, um, right? <laughs> at the time, I at the time I just couldn't, right? I already so, know where you're going. Go right? yeah, so, I already know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lay back. <laughs> yeah, dad, dad <laughs> I'm going to right back. <laughs> so, so, so check this out, right? The opportunity came, right? Ad, I, I fucking blame Adam for everything. Sent me this, right? And uh, this is the, the one all blue watch that I really, really wanted. The Black Bay 58, right? For the, the audio black, listeners. Yeah, the Black oh, yeah. Bay 58 blue. in blue, right? And so I was like, man, I really want this. Long story short, guys, I had to make the decision to say, hey, do I keep the all blue Willard because it was gifted to me? Or do I take my family's advice? And she was in my, in my, my partner, right? She was like, hey, why don't you sell that and use those funds? towards the, the 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 one you really want and we still you know took part 
and gifting yeah. you that watch in some way, some shape or form, right? Like Absolutely. don't feel bad that you're going to yeah. sell something to get, to improve your collection and to make you happier. Right. Dude, when, when she told me that I was super stoked, obviously, right. Got rid of the, the Willard. And like, now I have this, which it has the same sentimental value, right? Because it's still part of that father's day gift. Mm-hmm. It's just a different watch. And it's I like, man, you. you have to let go of pieces, man. <laughs> Well, one yeah. piece that yeah. I that I've been wanting to get rid of, uh, just because I I think I already said it in the last episode that I'm I am saving for the Black Bay Fifty Eight, but the Gilt Dial Tudor to to get faster. Tudor, I'm, I'm getting rid of a bunch of pieces. I actually just sold one, shipped it today, so and sold one two days ago. So I've been selling off things, oh, but yeah. one of the watches that I know my wife doesn't want me to get rid of, not because she likes a watch, because she just thinks this whole watch flipping thing is stupid. Because she goes, if you get a gift from somebody, totally opposite from Omar. If you get a gift some from somebody, it's messed up that you flip it. But you don't understand <laughs> that money is going to go towards something more expensive as an investment. It doesn't make sense because that gift was a gift. It was on that <laughs> that thing, not the money. It was that object. So right. one of the pieces for me that I haven't worn, seriously, in months, and I was so excited to get when I first got it was a notice retrospect to the Salmondel. I haven't mm-hmm. worn it in a long, long time because I have so many different divers that it just doesn't get the wrist time. I still like it. I, I look at it as well built. It comes with everything, all the original box and papers and everything. And I'm like, it's just sitting there. I could probably get 500 bucks for it or something because they're they were limited edition. You can't mm-hmm. get them. Right. And I could I that basically that color could, too. And that could elevate me pretty much. Like I'll be almost there, like ready to get the tutor, you know? And it's like, do I do it? Do I not do it? Do I want to get in trouble with the wife? Do I want to bring it up again? (laughs) Do I want to just continue to save and sell off some of (laughs) them? Let me, let me help you. You don't want to get in trouble with your wife. So you're going to keep that watch. It matches my shirt. It matches my shirt. Yeah. Don't listen to any of my advice, dude. (laughs) Bro, you don't don't know what he's saying. You need to (laughs) watch regrets selling that piece. And I got in trouble with my wife. Hey, everyone's gonna be like, "What happened to Miguel's uh, YouTube channel?" And, yeah, what is, uh, I do what happened podcast. He, he sold the notes. He doesn't call me no more. Where is he? Hey, he's I'm underground. I'm gonna make a whole bunch of shell, fake shell accounts, throwing you offers for that notice. I'll give you seven fifty. I'll give you eight hundred. I'll give you a thousand. Hey, if the, offers, if the offer is really good, I'll show my wife and be like, "Hey, I, I made money on this. Is that hey, cool?" Just I'm slip sure her, just slip her a hundred dollar bill. You'd be like, "Here we go, baby." Give her a cut. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the cut. Here's your cut. I, I, um, I, from Miguel talking about her, I don't know if she would fall for that. Probably not, man. She's hey, right through it. Hey, next next episode, it's just going to be me, Pete, and uh, Dave. Like, what, <laughs> yeah. what happened to Miguel? He's, uh-huh. he's, he's grounded. <laughs> See, the thing about watch collecting, and I think you guys could agree, is very materialistic, right? Obviously, it's all about material things and about investing. I mean, some things are investments, but for the most part, it's just these things we don't need. And I've said it before, my wife is the most unmaterialistic person you could ever find. She doesn't care about Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Stuff, yeah. Prada. She doesn't care. She's like, yeah. I can wear the same pair of shoes. If they have a hole, buy a new one. And it's like, well, what do you want to do? She wants to travel. She wants to have a nice home. She cares more about things that matter, not which things. Is great, man, her, which is in, great. In her mind, yeah. watches, purses, shoes are showing off. And showing off are never a good thing. Ooh. If you want to show off, you should show off with your integrity. You should show off with your character. And you should just be happy with your family. And I completely agree. I feel the exact same way because you guys know in my inner circle, and obviously now everybody's mm-hmm. going to know, I'm not materialistic. I could care less. I don't. The last time I bought a 
pair pair of pencils like a year ago. Last time I bought a pair of shoes was like a year and a half ago. I don't mm. care. Like I really yeah. don't care about material right. things. I honestly don't even have a personal vehicle. My family does, but I drive a company vehicle and I I'm I was into cars. I even sold my my babies. And I don't care. That money went to my family and I'm cool. But when it comes to watches, right. I'm addicted to them. And that brings me to one of my regrets. And and, and it's going to be weird, but it really is getting into watch collecting, but also getting into the social media aspect of watch collecting because I've always loved watches, but I love watches different, right? So I had guests in the collection. I had the Bulobas and I thought I was the greatest thing mm-hmm. right in my collection i loved it but it wasn't until i watched tgv and all these other people and instagram that it opened my eyes but it was more in a positive way but also in a negative way right because now you feel left out like wait so so this thing that i got for father's day when my son was in the belly my biloba precision is i can't wear that anymore because it's too big because it's it's too avant-garde and and it, and it messes with your head and you're like no that's wrong you know what i mean so one of my regrets really is not so much watch collecting, but it's more the social media aspect because I am a person that gets influenced by others. And I admit it. I admit <laughs> hey, it hundred so percent. So it's, so it's our fault, Dave, that he's getting a tutor. Got it. It's our yeah. fault. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be hey, honest. And I've told you guys with this. So it, when, when we do our talks, you know, behind closed, whatever, behind closed doors. Behind closed doors. These guys okay. are always, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not in public, not, not publicly, Man, not you. publicly, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? But uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> these guys are always saying tutor bro and tutor bro. And, and, it, and it got to me, right? Because they're my friends. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool to be a part of that tutor bro, even though we're Seiko bros. And I'm sure we're Biloba bros. And I'm sure we're bros yeah. of everything because we have a bunch of things that kind of overlap. I get it. But that was an influence, right? Because I was like, no, these guys are are moving up market and they're doing something different, right? I know P. Ross is not influenced by that. We've talked about it and he's he's just set in his ways and that's cool. You know, and I, I wish I could be like P. Ross. I'm not. Hey, hey right? P. Yo. Hey, P. Let, let, let's, see, let's see the new J's that you just got. You definitely were influenced. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. By Michael Jordan. By Michael Jordan. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh. They upstairs actually ain't gonna go out of you know, uh, But you know, you know what would be great is upstairs. if as soon as as soon as Miguel gets his tutor, we pivot like Anthony from uh, <laughs> and we go for something. No, no, no. He's gonna be like, guys, tutor, bro. No, 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 no. We're on something. That's old, now. right? That's right. old. So two thousand. That's so last week. So Attack, bros. All right, I'm Paddock. out. Paddock, bro. Yeah, we're gonna be <laughs> Rolex, bro. <laughs> Uh, Rainbow Daytona, bro. Oh, okay, that's way out of my league. One day. All right. Well, so we talked about watch regrets, but now why don't we give some advice, right? At least wait, wait, wait. wait. I, I got to say something real quick, though, before we move on. Say because, it. like, the thing about the materialistic thing, though, like, as far as showing off for other people, you really don't get that with watches unless it's a Rolex, right? Or it's yeah. with watch people. Right, yeah. Like, we'll you really, people. it's right. really not a flex because right. Right. you no one cares right like we all experience that but we know that as watch people people outside don't know that because if if you tell somebody like my wife right i I want this watch but but why well how much is it and and what now she's starting to come around like uh, with this tutor thing i seriously thought she was gonna like criticize me or whatever but she has not getting a divorce because (laughs) no 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 because she sees i i told her I said, and, and she, saw, she was there when I was calling all these people and everybody said, we can't get it. We don't have one. They're sold out. Right. And yeah. I look at her and I'm like, I, 
I wasn't messing around when I told you that Rolex was like that and all this was like that. Now, apparently Tudor's like that. And yep. I said, if I could get my hands on it, it's a great investment. Our money will be secure. If anything, it will retain its value. It could go up. I could give it to my son. I could just keep it for the future. We, we fall in hard times. I'll get rid of it. Whatever. You know what I mean? And yep, all these pieces, absolutely. unfortunately, all of my little Seikos and everything, I love them. But honestly, they're just not really worth anything. Nobody... I have a few microbrand pieces and I'm not going to name any names. I've had them up for sale for a while. Instagram, eBay, word of mouth. Nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares. cares. It's, it's like you, you need to know or really care about that brand in order to like it. But a tutor, man, I mean, or mm-hmm. recently my friend Omar sold one of his higher end Seikos and it sold quick. I mean, it's, it's not, yeah. it's not until you get into the higher tier and specific models really that, you know, they're going to be hot in your, investing your money really you know what i mean so that's what yeah. i want to do you know so yeah. so so i got a question for you guys are you guys materialistic well you already know <laughs> i'm not but right, i, right. I want to know about these guys i want to know about these guys david all right let me let me put it to you like this <clears throat> yes <laughs> Short answer? absolutely uh, here's 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 what I, there's a big caveat though and this is the same thing I told my wife, like when we were like paying off all our debt and, and, and getting out of debt, like it was real scary, man. Cause it's, it's a lot of money, right? Like, like just the climb, the, the mountain we had to climb over. Anyway, yeah. I yeah. remember telling her like at the end of the day, like we have friends, we have family and I know it sounds cliche, but it's absolutely true. Like everything else is just stuff, watches, stuff, cars, stuff, the house, I'll sell it. Like if things ever got, so bad it's all just stuff and it comes and it goes money comes money goes like the at the end like as long as you're helping people that's like i like a big part of of community right like giving donating um tithing whatever whatever your thing is like you got to do it and help those that aren't fortunate because to be able to do stuff like this is an absolute blessing oh yeah um but that said it's like we'll never be homeless and we'll never be without shelter, without food. Like, like, like you have friends and family to where that would never really happen. So if I got to get rid of everything else, then so be it. But that's so, yes, I like stuff, but it's, I realize that it's just stuff and it's not for anyone else. It's just, I buy something cause I like it. Right. I collect things cause I like it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, Omar? Feel that. I feel that. I kind of feel like that too. Like if I had to just give it all up, Forget yeah. it. It's gone. You know what I mean? Except for this shirt, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't. So no, take this. No, I'm taking this with me to the grave. Because <laughs> you know, and and I'll like just to elaborate a little bit more. Like, really, it's the love of money, right? Is is the root of all evil. And being attached to things, the more attached you are to something or to certain things, the harder it will be when time tough times fall. Like the more attached people are to things yeah. that's those are the, when they have the hardest time dealing with it. And to me, like I live a very stress-free life. I got no gray hair, knock on wood, you know, like I just, no wrinkles, no wrinkles. No. <laughs> I I'm 63 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Omar. No, man, I, I don't I don't consider myself materialistic. I like nice things and I work hard for my nice things, but uh, I don't consider myself materialistic, man. I, I 
And I think you, again, my inner circle knows I will sell stuff off <laughs> left and right. Like, I don't get attached to things. That's true. Um, I enjoy them for the time being that I have them, and we move on, you know? Um, you know, I'll share something with you guys right now, and everyone who listen listening, this piece is up for sale. The, the GMT. Uh, the Tudor the Tudor, GMT. The Tudor GMT. Yes, Dave. I'm, let's make a trade. Said it. Let's make a trade. <laughs> Hang on, I'll give you these two right here. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm going to sell this uh, because I can't justify having two, you know. Um, and they're, I, they're as much as enough, I, yeah, they're close enough. Like, yeah. And as much as I love this piece, I love this piece, man. I really, really do. But I'm not attached to it. And it's like, well, I have money sitting there that mm-hmm. technically, you know, I can use that towards something else. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and that's I what I'm going to do. And, and that's one of the things, you know, going into what we discussed earlier, right, is one of my strategies for collecting. That's this guy. How I, and this I, guy. I, I He's going to show up with like a Zenith El Primero next week or something. <laughs> look, look out. Look out. What's yeah, just wait. You, you wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But, but I've pivoted, right, from when I, and Miguel, Miguel's been to my house. Miguel has seen my collection when I first started this. Right. And it was a bunch of Seikos, Orients. I mean, it was the lower end introductory, like like yeah. type of collection, right? And well, the I had most a, expensive like, thing was your Oris. Uh, Oris was the most expensive thing, I think. And then the ball, right? Which and the was, ball watch. Like yeah. 1600 bucks was like the nice. most expensive one. Yeah, I think. And then, and then I had like 30 something watches, man. Mm, right. Those are nice pieces, man. They were. They <laughs> were. But as, as things progress and as you kind of grow in this hobby, mm-hmm. you kind of develop your own way of collecting and that's where your strategies come in right again some people love to see 10 watch boxes full of watches like that to them is ultimate goals right yeah i was like that at one time dude i wanted to see my my 30 you know space you know watch box full of 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 watches I, i to me that was just early on i was like man that looks so good i got 30 plus watches right and then little by little, look at me now. I want 10. Like, that is my goal. I want 10 watches. And part of my strategy that I've shared with Miguel, and I, I obviously I'll share with you guys, um, I know you guys make fun, right? And you guys are like, oh, Omar's balling. No, I'm not, man. I'm super humble, dude. Like, I, <laughs> I don't. But I do now, and, and I've always, I, I invest my money in things that I know are going to retain value. Or I now, you know, put my money in things that I know I can turn around and grow. Right. And what I mean by that is I'm going to, I can sell this for a really good amount of money. Right. right? I'm not going to really take a loss on this watch. Yeah. And guess what? I, and I've shared it with Miguel, I want a Cartier. I want a tank. Right. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do is I'm going to take this tutor, which I already have another one. And now I'm going to get myself a Cartier, which again, to me personally elevates my collection out to the next level. Right. Yeah. Like to have a Cartier in your collection to me, that was just one of my goals, right? And again, what I've done is it's that. It's I've just sold pieces and upgraded myself little by little. Yeah. And now I'm at a point where the watches that I'm flipping are allowing me to get into these higher end pieces, right? Yeah. And I'm kind of just slowly but surely moving up market without spending my own money in my own bank. It's money that's already mm-hmm. sitting in watches. I've just right. now pivoted. And yeah. so right I did the same, man. Yeah, you hear that, children? You hear true. that, children? <laughs> Message. Message. <laughs> <laughs> right? But no, I mean, right on. we got about maybe 15 minutes of that. So why don't we each give 
out of all of our experiences and things that we've heard, some advice, if you will, and, and even if you've been in watch collecting world or industry for 20 years, I'm sure you always hear different thoughts, different mentalities, different strategies. And at the end of the day, you take whatever works for you and for your family. But this is our advice. So I don't know who wants to go first. And let's do three each. Go. And if you want to, if you want to just do the three, the three, the three, and we just kind of because we don't get like 15 minutes. So go pee. What do you got, man? Well, well, I'll say one, don't be an impulsive buyer. Yes. Because then you're going <laughs> to yes. end up with a lot of mm-hmm. shit that you don't want. Miguel. You know Miguel. No, that's all Boulevard. Field no, that's all P. Ross. <laughs> hey, that's hey, all Miguel, P. Miguel's about to buy uh, Maurice Lacroix. Yeah, your boy saved him. Your boy saved no, him. I still, I still oh, want really? that watch in the collection. I still want that watch <laughs> in the collection. I want the, the mm. 39 millimeter Maurice Lacroix icon mm. blue dial. Oh my god, Dave. But I saved but I saved your current no, I, I get it. I get it, right? I know, but it's, that Maurice Lacroix is still gonna be part you of still the collection at one point. Okay, I so don't it. be impulsive. Yeah. Don't be impulsive. Got that's it. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um regardless of what brand you like, if that's what you like, like it. Don't let nobody influence you not to like By, it. Buy what you like. Buy what you want. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, uh, stay away from Invicta. <laughs> oh, Steve's really going to hate you. Steve is Steve's just stoking that oh. He is steaming right now, boy. <laughs> okay. All right. Go, Dave. Uh, I'm up. Okay. Um, so, for sure, I would say just don't go for the hype because – it's like fashion and everything else. Like it's, it's constantly, you will never be able to keep up with the hype train unless you just have unlimited funds, which I don't know anybody who does like you just, it's, it's a never ending just chase. And I would much rather go my own way. And that's where, and I think you got to look for, (sighs) give other brands a try and see if you like them. Like for me, like Alpina dude, they're just, uh, it, uh, to me, they're underrated. Frederick Constant, so many others, right? That are underrated, really good options out there. Um, I will, once you get above a few hundred dollars, me personally, um, number two, I would say is don't buy new, don't buy retail. Like, yeah, for sure. if you're a collector, yeah, if you're like, and this is just for my, my, my advice, kidding, my experience. No, well, the reason being is that your watch is going to get banged up, it's going to get a scuff, it's a scratch or whatever. But you could change your mind. You could be uh, an Omar Jr. And you could just constantly be like changing your mind on things and selling hey, stuff. Rolex, did you hear that? AP, did you hear that? You know, all right. Yeah, you got it. Did you, you get all that? Um, you could be one of, you could be an Omar Jr. And then next thing you know, if you're constantly buying brand new, you're always going to either be taking a loss or uh, it's just going to be a little bit harder, like a little more of a challenge. Like right. if you wait, if you're patient, and you get pieces, you know, pre-owned that aren't all busted and beat up. But like, if they're right. in good shape, you can get usually get them for a steal and use that to your advantage. And because then, if you do decide to go up market or like sell, like this watch, like I don't want to say what I paid for it, but I could easily sell it for like probably like twelve hundred, thirteen hundred, because it's full set, box papers, bracelet, like yeah. limited edition. But I didn't pay that, but that would allow me to get into something else yeah. and flip it essentially for some extra cash. So cool. those are, those are my tips. 
You forgot, so we're doing three. You said don't three. go for five, oh, don't buy new. Yeah. What's your third one? Um, the third one, I would say, hmm, I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Omar. You know what? Okay, okay. Here's what I would say. Don't buy too fast. Don't jump into things so uh, fast. Because, that's what I uh, had. That was my first one. Yeah. All right. All right. Never mind. I take it back. Uh, here's the third one. Um, <laughs> buy things really quickly, and that way you get a feel for, for stuff quickly. <laughs> No, no. How about give us an give us advice on homage watches because you're you're all about it. So, mm. what what advice can you give us on that? Mm. Dude, mm. homage. Look at that. I thought you sold that fifty seven eleven, huh? I, I actually so- sold. I, I sold, sold the uh, the Feist FM O one nine, which oh, is the Royal Oak. The Royal Oak. Mm. I do have this one for sale, uh, but I'm I want to get top dollar because I, I bought a second bracelet that you can no longer get. So it has a, an actual like full bracelet to go along with the extra links and everything box and papers. Nice. But anyway, um, man, the thing with homages, I just didn't know. Like when I first started out, I just, I wanted to have a watch box full of all my favorites, all the, the homages of everything I'd want a Speedmaster, mm. a tutor, a Rolex. Uh, so Daytona. the lookalikes of the, of the things you, you like, really like. like I was going that route of literally getting like all of these pieces that, mimicked the heavy hitters that i i adore right right but at the end of the day and it's so funny because in those videos a year and a half ago people were like sell all these chinese pieces of shit and buy <laughs> a real watch and and the funny thing about it is that you did exactly did. that you did that I, over time like like not because they told me to but that's you got punked, that, you got punked by the internet I had, you got it i i had to flip some of those pieces to get the tutor and, but the experience was worth it, in my opinion, to go down the homage route. It kind of opened my eyes to like the, the little quirks, the quality control issues that they have, the size differences, and then holding these real pieces and realizing like, okay, they're, they're not the same. They may look similar, but they're not, but I understand why people like them. They're affordable. They scratch the itch. They're still a good watch in their own regard. You're getting automatics sapphire you're getting specs um i just it's almost like everyone has to go down their own path and where i'm at now like like i think my next the next piece i'll probably buy is probably like a bell and ross like that's um i kind of want to go like a different different military style so what so what's your third advice then with with i guess condense it for us uh like so uh, you, summarize so, it yes yeah, summarize I mean, a third point for about i just think here, here i'll summarize it for you sell all the chinese pieces of shit and buy yourself another one <laughs> I, I think that if you if you find yourself in that um, homage collection phase um really give some consideration to investing and saving up because you're if you can buy 10 200 watches you can buy one two thousand dollar watch yeah. It's just a matter of getting there, saving, waiting, because, yeah, I mean, you could buy five G-Shocks and get a really nice Swiss piece for that price, too. I mean, it's just pick your poison, but got it. Yeah. Omar? Man, um, don't, don't become addicted to the <sighs> hobby. Well, that's uh, tough. Good luck. <laughs> right. and, and what I mean by that, right, the, it, it, it's really an addiction, guys. Uh, yes, and, 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 and you can really, really develop a, yeah. a very addictive personality, right, or trait where uh, – and, and, and it happened to me, 
right? Where you're just chasing he the next high. ended up on crack cocaine. Yeah, bro. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're legit chasing the next high. Like, you yeah, buy a right. watch, yep. and you're like, oh, my God, grill piece. Da-da-da, you enjoy it, and then two days day later, later, yeah, you're over. already, you're already or, or back on eBay. Else. Has yeah. that ever happened to you guys? It happened to me that you would order a watch. You, you It wasn't even in your house. It, <laughs> yeah. it's not and you're already shipping, and you're already looking at another one. It's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and and that's no way of enjoying your watches, man, no. because you really don't enjoy them. You, oh, they yeah. sit in a watch box, and, and you're just chasing the next high, and that's what I mean. It's it's very addictive, so don't do it that, is. guys. Like, buy a watch, yeah. enjoy it, connect with it, or not connect with it, and if you need to sell it, sell it, right? But just slow it down, right? Yeah. Um, the other thing for me now, and again, I just shared with you guys, is be selective. You know, um <sighs> Man, I again, I like to put my money in pieces that I know are going to retain some value that I know that when that time comes that I get bored of it because it will happen, guys. I mean, there is a handful of pieces that you can claim you won't get bored of. But for the most part, man, you're going to get bored of that piece. You're going to want to move on to something else. And there's nothing worse than not, um, you know, planning accordingly and taking a huge loss. Right. So right. be selective. Um, just don't go on you know, buying 200, you know, hundred dollar watches for, for no reason. Yeah. Um, and the next one, uh, the last one I would say is, um, just enjoy the hobby, man. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Go down, go down your path. Uh, you're going to really discover what you like as you progress. And, uh, yeah, man, do it for yourself. Uh, you know, I, I don't buy my tutors for, for show off. I don't do it to, please anyone else it just makes me happy man it makes me feel a certain kind of way when i look down on my wrist and i'm like man i really worked hard for this right yeah. so enjoy yeah. your own journey man there you go. great yes, points sir. well I like for that. me for me is when you first get into watch collecting is buying too fast because you watch a lot of youtube videos and a lot of things on instagram and again like you said right omar depending on your budget right you could buy a bunch of hundred dollar watches two hundred dollar watches or if you have a lot of money you end up buying all the tutor and the iwc and the this and the that and the, and it's like whoa 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 slow it down slow oh, it down you're spending way too much you're, you don't even know what you like you just got into the right. hobby give it a little bit of time maybe if you get a chance go to some meets meet and greets mm-hmm. actually get to experience a watch see if you can borrow it from somebody you know uh and that brings me to point number two and it's something that i should have known but it's something that i that i kind of learned from omar right so when when i was in in the face of the whole um maurice lacroix or tutor i called all you three separately right and and i got everybody's opinion everybody had a different opinion but one thing that omar said kind of really resonated with me and i was like huh yeah he's right is he's like i know you got the money for the maurice lacroix i know you really want it that's why he's saying that he's saying this. So this, is, <laughs> this is a story with that i'm like but i really got the money for the maurice lacroix and i don't care if it kind of resembles the <laughs> that one i don't care if it resembles the ap i really like it and it speaks to me there's tremendous value i love it when i first saw it on, on david's wrist it looks like an amazing watch and i could buy it right mm-hmm. now and he's like miguel i get it but from an investment perspective you know the, the, so we talked about all that and i was like yeah i heard that or whatever but this is one thing that omar said that i was like huh he's like give it two weeks simmer on it if two weeks from now or three weeks from now you still feel that passion and that burning sensation that you really 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 need to get this watch then you know it's it's for you then buy it you know and it's been what two weeks or something like that and i do feel like i want it but now that i got a little bit more money i'm like you know what i'm just gonna hold out for the tutor 
Like I'm gonna get. I can live without it. I can live without it. Yeah, I can live. (laughs) Well, I I want it, but if I'm already kind of past even that point, like where I'm really close to getting the other one, why not? Might just 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 push on through. Does does it hurt? Yes. Is it burning a hole in my pocket? Yes. Is it hard not to pull the trigger when I'm on (laughs) eBay looking at these things? I'm like, ah, that's an amazing deal, and I will still have money left over to buy another piece like i could get two or just one but i'm like well yeah. but if i get the one it's an investment it will make me feel accomplished like you said right uh tutor is not a brand for the masses you could walk to the mall walk to a bunch of people and they'll be like tutor what the hell is that yeah and if you tell What'd them you the price me? yeah if you if you tell them the price of the piece they'll be like you paid how much for that what is that we never even mm. heard of that so mm-hmm. it's not about that i feel tutor and you guys know this and people listening watching tutor is 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 a uh, watch a watch um, collector's type of watch, right? That if you know, you know, and obviously now they're more well-known because of the marketing marketing right. or whatever. But a few years back, I mean, it was just like, if you know, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And for a long time, guys, and I, I need to apologize to Tudor, I saw Tudor as just a cheap Rolex. Like, oh, you can't afford a Rolex. <laughs> so you just buy a Tudor, but it's stupid. It's like, no, I don't know. I mean, initially that was the inception and that was the idea, but Tudor has so much heritage and so much to to his own name right with the with the navy and with military and whatnot and and it's just it's the marketing the design the the all, everything they're doing i just i just really like the direction tutor's taking and i i think it really speaks to me even more than a rolex right because I, i'm i was in a position where i could pick up a rolex like a vintage one but i was like well water resistance and all that but i i think i told dave we just had a conversation mm-hmm. i said yeah <clears throat> am i really picking up the rolex for the right reasons am i picking it up to impress others or to maybe tell my family, Hey, I did it. I am a collector. Cause I got a Rolex in the collection. They'll be like, yeah, we know Rolex. Am I doing it for the right reasons? Am I doing it for myself? And I was like, no, I think I'm doing it for others to impress others. And at the end of the day, nobody cares. Oh, great. You bought a Rolex. Good for you. Okay. You want a cookie? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, so and, like- and Miguel, I, I, I promise you, man. Um, and, and I shared this with you, right. The fact that you're going through your own journey right now, and it, and like you said, it's a painful one, right? Because yeah, like like you is. said, you're like, man, like I could buy this and that, but just holding out, right, and saying, hey, you're already past the halfway mark, man. Like you are that much closer to getting yeah. that tutor. Yeah. I promise you, man, when you get that Black Bay Fifty Eight guilt and you put it on the wrist, and you're like, holy shit, like this is mine, like that dude, that connection, the struggle. Like everything you went through is going to be all in that watch. And you're going to love that thing yeah. to a point, bro. That like I told you, right? It, it Dude, a, a tutor, no joke, is an heirloom. You could pass that down to your son, right? And and he's going to go back and listen to these chats, right? See these videos and, yeah. and see the stories of, damn, my dad really busted his ass for this tutor. And yeah. that connection, man, that love is something that a $300 Seiko or anything else is not going to give you because you don't have to work that hard for that Seiko. Yeah. Yeah. So so I I would even go beyond a little bit further and say Tudor is what Rolex was right? in the Mm -hmm. sense that Rolex has moved up market. You're on a wait list, all this bullshit. You got to jump through hoops. You go gray market, pay over retail. Like three times Tudor is <laughs> like, like here, here's where I kind of realized how serious it is with Tudor right now, the hype and everything. Also like the buzz, I guess we could say um, I called three ADs, two in my town, one in a nearby city. 
asked for a Black Bay 41, blue or black, because I wanted to go try them on, even compare it with a 36, they all straight up were like, yeah, we don't have any in inventory, but we'll put you on a list. I felt like, yeah. oh, oh, I, did I call Rolex? Did I, I call I, Rolex? I, I, thought I, talking, <laughs> I thought I was talking to yeah. Here's the funny thing. I still haven't got a call from eight, any three of them, and I have Man. my Black Bay. But that's the thing is it's like they took my info. They knew I was serious. I was ready to buy cash in hand. Didn't matter. They never, they still haven't called me. So yeah. uh, I'll I'll tell you this guys. I'll tell you this. Right. And, and then I think Miguel always brings it up and and it's true, man. Cause I feel the same way. I look back and I'm like, damn it, man. I joined this hobby way too late. Yeah. Right. But crazy. Like the crazy part is that it was only about like 10 years ago. Right. If that, Right, like yeah. that—that that you could walk in, buy a, a Hulk. <laughs> no one wanted them. Ads were giving discount to them, right, to get rid mm-hmm. of them, right. And and now, obviously, the market has changed, right. And now we're like, damn, we missed that. We missed that bubble. Well, guys, it's happening right now with Tudor. Mock my words, guys. Like Tudor and Grand Seiko, will. Grand Seiko, and, and Seiko. Tudor. Yeah, mock my words, dude. Ten years from now, when they decide. To discontinue this Black Bay 58 or the guilt or the right, people are gonna go bonkers, man. Yeah. Prices are gonna yeah. go up, and then we're gonna be sitting back thinking, Oh, we missed we missed that bubble. Damn, I remember it's, when when tutors you can get them for thirty two hundred dollars, thirty five hundred dollars all day, right? And now mm-hmm. you're paying ten, fifteen, twelve thousand dollars for them. I, well, I think it, it's even more though, like like I think you're gonna see it with a lot of brands and a lot of watches in general. Um, because even as things get discontinued, they're right now selling for more. Like, like I tried, someone tried to buy the uh, Frederick Constant. It's, I guess it's like a a model they don't make anymore. And they're like, I don't know, like a thousand dollars or something stupid. Um, on like, if you were to get a new one and I'm like, whoa, whoa, I paid like 485, maybe 500, you know, like that can't be right. How is like, how are they more expensive? So I the, think the just, thing about, I think watch collecting in general, to be honest with you, I mean, I've been in this hobby for seven years and I remember a lot of the watch prices for a lot of stuff because it's for Rolex, right? It was always kind of like already up when, when I joined the hobby, but even though that wasn't that crazy, like the vintage stuff, like I just said about a year and a half ago. Right. But man, watch collecting now, it's like, I feel bad for anybody getting into watch collecting now that has no watches in their collection. Cause they are going to pay an arm and a leg Sarbs, Right. You could yeah. pick them up brand new for whatever. And I picked mine up, right? I sold it, whatever. I got it for three fifty pre-owned, right? And this is a uh, nice BB-58. Hold on, hold on. I was, and, and, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but what does that say right there? 10 grand, you're crazy. 10,000? Bro, 10,000. So now granted, it's not going to sell for that right now. No. But the fact that someone is putting a Tudor Heritage ETA, new old stock. So we're oh, talking the happy rows face? on the, di- the yeah, rows. Rows on the dial. Yeah happy face right yep they're already going trying to sell yes. for ten thousand yes. dollars they're, they're no longer right eta yep, they're right. thinner yep. right that's mock, so crazy hey, mock my words when they discontinue the 58s guys p See, you need to get on this tutor train man i'm telling you we need to be a part of this. hey yo you, you saw what i posted in the group chat so i saw it, man he's got no. something coming man well let, let no. me tell my, my my last one because we went okay. past already 10 minutes but Last one is where your watches. I know they're investments. I know we don't want to scratch them up. I know everything, whatever, you know, but they can't be safe queens, man. 
wear your watches. That's what they're for. You can still wear your watches, but treat them with respect. Don't bang them up or whatever. Just wear your watches. You know, don't don't just. That's something I've learned with my Omega, and I know I say that I don't wear it that much or whatever. And as of late, I've been forcing myself to wear it more because I'm like, it really the getting this tutor really put a lot of pressure on my collection to say okay, which ones are keepers and which ones are, are, are going. And I had the opportunity to get rid of the SPV-143 and I couldn't. And I purposely wore it. I'm like, let me wear it for like four days straight. And I was like, no, this is not going anywhere. I love this thing way too much. It is just going nowhere. My Omega too. I mean, Omar is like, hey, mm-hmm. you sell your Omega. You could have way more money for the tutor. And have it. Over. And I'm like, I would have oh. been like, bye. Nah, <laughs> Don't do I, it. Can't. Nah, I can't. Don't do it. I can't. <laughs> I can't, yeah. man. That's a keeper. So where are your watches? So let me uh, let me go through the list. Tell everybody what um, what we each said, and then I guess tell people where they could find us because I know it's uh, a little over an hour. <laughs> Apologize, guys. I hope you're enjoying this conversation. So P, no impulse buying. Buy what you like, and don't buy Invicta. <laughs> you, can you can scratch the dog bang. <laughs> Nah, keep hey, keep that on there. You, you can it's scratch on. the Invicta thing, but you <laughs> no. know what I'm saying if you you know buy certain <laughs> buy what you like, whatever. Dave, yeah. don't go for the hype. Uh, don't buy new because it's a lot of value in pre-owned. And uh, save up for one good watch instead of buying ten homage watches or cheaper watches. Right? Just if you if you really want that piece, just save up. I know it's hard, but you can do it. Omar, don't become addicted to watch collecting because. It's not. It's not good. It's it a drug. It, it's it's a drug, <laughs> and then it. It, could, it, could, it could it could trickle down to other things, and they even don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Be selective with what you want. So yeah, just do a lot of your research. Um, it, it's hard to not get inspired by others or influenced by others, but really, really, um, you know, do be selective. Uh, enjoy the hobby, and it's okay to evolve as a collector right? You don't have to be stuck in the same place. It's okay. It's okay to get rid of pieces and want different things that you didn't like before because we all evolve, right? And then for me, don't buy too fast when you first get into the hobby. Simmer on a watch that you really want just to see if it's the right watch or if it's just an impulse buy, right? And then wear your watches. So there you have it. Yeah. What do you guys think? Boom! Man, they need, to start, they need to start paying us for this type of yeah, advice, man. man. <laughs> one, one, one caveat, though. Wear your watches, but do not, I repeat, do not ever hand your watch to someone who is not a watch enthusiast. Like they will set it down on the table. They will do something. They will do something to that watch that will just, there's no going back. Hey, Dave, here. Thanks. (laughs) That's nice. Yeah. Um, Don't do it. Don't do it. Mm. Got it. All they right, guys. All these rings on, and they're going, yeah, <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, where can people find you? Let's start, Dave. Then Omar. Hey, you can find me. You can come join the Schwartz Force. Yeah. YouTube.com slash David Schwartz Jr. Same thing. Instagram. That's my handle. You can find me there. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much all I do Instagram and YouTube. And cool. I would love to have you come check out my content, trying to keep stuff yep. going each week. And yeah, come join my journey. Help help all of us out, you know. Uh, Omar. Timeless sneakers and watches, baby. Uh, All together, one word, timeless sneakers and watches on YouTube and Instagram. Hey, we're at 370 as of today. Congrats, man. Congrats. So uh, the goal was 500. Heading to 1,000. The goal was 500. 
the goal's a thousand. Go hit up yeah. Omar, please, if you're watching this. Listening Send some to love. This. Send Appreciate some love, guys. please, please. Appreciate you guys. But yeah, Absolutely. man, we're, we're killing it. And uh, guys, Absolutely. I tell you guys all the time, I genuinely love you guys, man. Really do. Oh, these mutual right guys. Yeah. It, it, it's, you know, it's one of those things where the, this whole watch collecting thing, honestly, at the end of the day, all this could be damaged. All this could be sold. But the friendships stay and they're forever, you know, because we're all, I guarantee maybe one of us in a few years will be probably overwatches and be like, you know what? That was a phase I went through. I, I'm, I'm over it, but we're still friends. Right. And that's going to remain. <laughs> I, I hope that's not the case. I hope we talk 10 years from now and it's like, Oh, of what are you guys course, rocking? Man. Oh, AP or Patek. Or I mean, if, if, and if you're rocking a sequel, that's cool. It's yeah. all about the watches and about the friendship. P Ross, where can people find you? Uh, Ross wrist watch love everywhere. It wasn't uh, at the watch know. corner. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm, I'm getting confused here. Sorry. Hey, hey, hey! This is Steve. This is Steve. Uh, go check out the watch corner on YouTube and uh, Instagram. Oh, I got the live man. IG live out there. <laughs> he so, sure does. It's lit. Yeah. Nah, man. Nah, man. Look, look Steve. I'm sending you. Oh, God. He's smelling this on Wow. Oh, man. I'm All right. I make sure it's nice and fresh for you when you when get there. All right. Ross Ritz watch love everywhere Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. You hope what? I hope he puts it in one of those like cases for jerseys. Oh, and has hey, it on hey, you know, like, yeah. But oh, with yeah, peace face should. on it. Like a <laughs> right, a big Man. cardboard cut out of pee. Hey, Pete, yeah. I, I, I just, I, I've been, wa- I've been dying to say this all podcast, and I have to just say it. Say it, Omar. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? <laughs> <laughs> P. Oh, Roscoe. Oh, I forgot. Shout out to the official watch of the SoCal Watch Reviews podcast. Take off flight, man. Wait, we we you didn't go, do a wrist check. Wow. Yeah, we did do a wrist check. Did you but change? I, pushed, I, I changed. You oh. swapped out. Oh, yeah. So did all I. Right. Yeah, right. you switched out like six times already. <laughs> all right, cool, man. This guy's just, just wear him off. Just wear him all, Dave. He's he's. I'm trying. Oh, I'm, I'm trying. You. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm telling you, he changed like six watches, dude. Mm-mm-mm. Oh man. All right. Well, it's a, help me. It's a sickness. <laughs> I have an addiction. This is sickness. No, SoCal watch reviews for me on. Uh, youtube and um instagram and of course this podcast and uh we're gonna keep it going as long as we as we can the numbers have been growing a little bit on the podcast thank you so much to all the new supporters all the new listeners i think the word is spreading that we are one of the most genuine watch podcasts out there um i know there's a lot of uh new podcasts now in in the watch space and everybody has their own flavor everybody has their own thing going on but i feel like we are probably the most genuine from the perspective of we don't, I, I don't we know how to say real. it. We keep, we keep it, it real. real. I, I don't mm. want to insult anybody the and illest. say the wrong thing. Cause I'm not, I'm not trying to insult anybody. Everybody does an amazing job and everybody's taking time out of their schedule to do their podcast. So everybody's killing it, but we're definitely different, you know, whether that's a cultural thing or a collection thing or whatever you want to call it, or because we're YouTubers doing a podcast thing and other people don't do YouTube, who knows, but we just bring our own flavor to the table. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're going to continue yeah. doing it. Thank you so much to uh, P, yeah. of course, and, doing and it every we make, week. And we make it rain. Omar, Omar, Dave, thank you so much. Thanks Any parting words, guys, before I say, them, say the magic words? <laughs> uh, 
Go ahead. You guys, I'm man. sorry. A quote? Appreciate you guys. A quote? Love you guys. Same, man. Same. Let's hear it. Don't make me question our friendship after your quote, though. Please don't hit me with some crazy ass shit. I had some lined up, but I didn't forget. The K and corruption. Something, something. Yeah, that one I was just like, what the hell? Looking back, it's contagious. The K and corruption go hand in hand. Damn it, man. I hate that fucking quote. With the fetism of lack of action. He still hasn't even said what it means. So he doesn't even know what it means. He doesn't know what it means. It's like pulp fiction. Hey, I thought it was some cool shit to say. It's cool. I blew someone away. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Look, I heard it in the original Battlestar Galactica. Admiral, the Admiral's son has said it, and it sounded cool as hell, and I kind of understood it. You know what I mean? Kind of. Keyword kind of. Because I still haven't understood it. I'm still. Digesting looking, it. looking back is contagious. <laughs> Look back at it. Hey, Look back hey. at it. <laughs> He's trying to be serious here, Omar. Some, some of the music you guys listen to is like incredible. I don't know how you listen to that rap shit. Hey, the fact that you oh. knew when I was rapping, you heard it. You like it. My wife listens to that garbage. Look back uh-huh. at it. Look back at it. Yeah, <laughs> man, man. Dude, but four boys. No, really, really. Looking back is contagious. Yeah, you know I what know. I mean. You know, don't look, don't look to the past. Always look to the future. Amen. Amen. See, okay, no, you can stop right there. It was perfect. Amen. Amen. No, no, finish it up. The, the king corruption go hand in hand. You know what I'm saying? They are the same thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Amen. Okay. With the fetism of lack of action, the only way you can get out of decay and corruption is to take action, and it's the lack of action that keeps you in decay and corruption. Move your ass. So poetic. Wow. You were here for the watches, and you (laughs) left with some inspiration for your life. Some philosophy. I still don't know what it means. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for. I'm gonna listening. say it every time until you get it. Just, just until you get it, right, Omar? Did you get it now? This but is. Anyway. Hang on, hang on. This is my enlightened face. Wow, and right. that's the same. <laughs> ain't that the same as your first face? Okay, hang on. He just, his face. It's a little different. Hang it's on. all the Botox, you know. That's why he looks so young. <laughs> <laughs> he has no expressions. Oh my god! All right, Omar. What, what are you gonna show? All oh, that background. You're in San Francisco. <laughs> in San Francisco. Got it. Oh, and you can't see your water. Okay. Well, anyway, it's been fun. Thank you so much. Uh, as always, guys, stay humble.